0: Welcome to Life Uninhibited. I'm your host, Kristen Messaggi, Enneagram 6, Life Coach for Sixes. Today, I tiptoe toward the topic of New Year's resolutions. However, I frame it in a way that I think is kinder and more supportive to who we actually are as humans and hopefully frame it in a way that makes things approachable, interesting, and doable for you. So listen in and let me know if any of these are interesting to you. If you're going to take them on, I would love to hear. Hello, Sixes. Welcome. And welcome to the last week of 2023. It's a very interesting week. And Usually for me, the week feels just kind of blobby and weird and I don't know what day it is. I also have a birthday in the last week of the year. Today is my birthday. I'm recording this on December 26th to be released on the 27th and I'm 47 years old and it's a little wild. That number is interesting to me. 47 feels a lot. It sounds a lot older than I feel in my body. So that's random. I wonder if that is true for you. Do you feel the age, your chronico- chronological? chronological age that you are, or is it kind of a mismatch for you as well? I feel, I feel in my thirties somewhere, which I'm not, <laughs> not anywhere near them anymore. Okay. I know that resolutions can be a divisive topic. People love them. Some people hate them. Obviously, most humans do not keep them. And whatever whatever people want to do, obviously, is fine. The thing that I think can be destructive is promises we make to ourselves that we do not keep that sort of thing builds over time and erodes our confidence in ourselves. It it over time we become less reliable to ourselves. So my personal approach is to not take things on or even think about doing things differently that I don't really want to do. I I really Try to not approach the new year and having a birthday and New Year's right around the same time. It's a big invitation for my brain to just fill in all the ways that I could just be pretty much an entirely different person and have an amazing year. (laughs) I try not to succumb to those sort of thoughts that my brain loves to offer. do like to pick a topic or two, like a concept or two that I want to really live into and cultivate over the course of the next year. I have found that to be doable and just a way to focus that is more grounded in self-support and really who I want to become as opposed to All the different versions of myself that all the powers that be kind of come together in my mind and tell me I should be. So with that frame in mind, I thought I would just talk about a few different 60 specific ideas to consider as you head into the new year, maybe which one or two of these are interesting they speak to you and what would it look like to sort of take this on as a project over the next year as opposed to some resolution that doesn't get kept something you can actually like develop and flesh out so yeah let's just talk about a few 60 specific projects you might want to take on there is something about knowing specifically What am I working on? What projects am I working on that really help orient a mind that can kind of be all over the place? And I mean, you all know what it's like to have a brain that can focus on the negative and go in all these different directions that we might not choose. One way to really manage our mind is to know what we are working on, on purpose. So instead of just uh, kind of solving whatever problem our brain offers up based on whatever stimulus in any given moment, there's a true sense of this is what I'm working on right now. This is what I'm working toward. This is who I'm trying to become. This is whatever the project of my life currently is. So let's just dive in to a couple of these cultivate your sense of self-confidence. Sixes tend to have confidence problem. And this doesn't mean that we don't ever feel confident, right? There are areas of our life where we might feel extremely confident. And in fact, it's really useful to spend some time thinking of those areas where you really do feel like you know some things, you've built some skills, you've overcome some things in life and you really do have confidence in certain areas, just doing that alone is really a way to build a sense of sturdiness and confidence in our bodies. So you could have a project over the year of really putting yourself toward the development of self-confidence or I think other ways to say it, are to lean more toward what I'm confident about over where my self-doubt shows up. Maybe I just want to focus more on where my confidence already is instead of letting my brain focus on self-doubt could be a way to approach it. I have a short video course. For this specifically. It's for free. You can grab it and go through it. I've gotten a lot of good feedback on that. I created that probably four or five months ago. And over the course of that time, I've gotten a lot of feedback that it's really useful. I did a couple workshop series using that content and it was really impactful for people. So that as always is in the show notes, you can go grab that. And that could be a really cool way to start your year, to start your year and then sort of set that up as a project, something that you're working on developing. Yeah. Okay. The next project, this is such a good 6 project, would be to learn to embrace uncertainty, to not just tolerate it or actually accept that this is One of the only truths in life is that we don't get to know things, but what would it feel like? What would it be like? And I'm asking myself this question as it's coming out of my face, to truly embrace the uncertainty that is life. In what areas do you notice that you cling to certainty? For sixes, that's going to be many areas. That would be where I would start. Where do I... Really try to be certain in ways that maybe that's not really working. And what would it be like to embrace uncertainty? Okay, you could consider this a project. This would have you maybe stepping out of your comfort zone with a little more ease. This might have you getting a little bit less hooked on worrying or projecting bad outcomes. This would be a whole project. You could journal on it. You could ask yourself really interesting questions on what would it be like to learn to embrace uncertainty. Okay, next on my little list, I have develop a relaxation routine. We tend to, quote, relax when we have Done all the things, or not done all the things, and we just kind of collapse into bed in front of the TV on our phones. Doesn't really feel relaxing though, because we haven't done it on purpose. I was taught this is not a system that I actually currently use, but I was taught a time management system many years ago. Like I said, it did not work for me. But the one thing I took from it that really stuck with me was to schedule your relaxation or your your downtime before anything else goes on your calendar to make sure, one, that it's actually on there, that you're signaling to yourself and to your body that you know relaxing is actually important. And having downtime or relaxation on the calendar actually signals to your brain that that time is coming which can actually allow you to kind of do what you need to do when you need to do it, and then actually relax when it's time to relax. I don't yet know a six who doesn't a little bit struggle with relaxing and downtime for so many reasons. I I, I feel like I don't need to know you to know that this might be something of value for you to pursue. And it's a little counterintuitive because so often in the New year, our brain goes to productivity. How can I be more productive? How can I do more? How can I be more? That whole thing. Really focusing on creating a project out of learning to relax and learning to prioritize that in your life be really impactful. This is one of the reasons I carve out the morning for me. You know, I'm a mom and That means I am needed very early in the day. And it was a few years ago. I finally, I feel like my kids were finally old enough and sleeping long enough that I was able to take back that morning time for me. It had a huge impact on just really my entire day. And then also at the end of the day, what does relaxation look like? you if you could do that. Do you also know that you can relax in the middle of the day, that you can create a relaxation routine in the middle of the day? This is another thing that I've done in and out. And I will tell you, I am the calmest throughout the day in the seasons that I have a midday relaxation. And I'm talking 10 minutes, 10 to 20 minutes. Maybe it's actually lying down for a quick nap or i use a lot of meditations there's a thing called nsdr which is non sleep deep rest you can google it they have them on youtube for free and these you put them you put them in your ears that's how i wanted to say that and you just take that time and it's sort of like a yoga nidra or a body scan so you're relaxed but it's active and it's extremely refreshing i first Learned about this from good old Andrew Huberman of Huberman Lab Podcast. If you don't know Huberman Lab Podcast, um, it's a good one. Okay, so develop a relaxation routine. And I just gave you a whole bunch of random things about that. This could be a project, right? Not something you're nailing day one, but something you're working toward figuring out over the year. Okay. This was my personal project last year. I am so much more developed in this area and this would be the area of setting boundaries. Sixes generally have boundaries work to do. And this can go in a couple different directions for sixes. This can definitely be setting boundaries. This was this was me. I needed to set, I needed to learn to set boundaries, learn to hold boundaries, learn what that looked like, what it felt like when I had gone past my own boundaries, a lot of work there. It's been really life-changing. And I highly recommend this work to sixes. And on the other end, some sixes can be overly boundaryed because we want to make sure everyone that comes into our life is totally safe. And, you know, et cetera, et cetera. There may be some issues on that end where we aren't actually, Mm, expand. Well, this kind of gets into the next one. Okay. Let me just finish my thought here. We our boundaries can be too rigid. I actually have two podcast episodes on boundaries They're earlier on. I don't have the numbers handy. I should have written those down, but you can look back and there's boundaries part one and two. And so this could be a project for you in 2024 is learning to set and hold, which is actually the hard part. Boundaries. Okay. The next one I have is actually actively working on our support system. So, and this is what I meant when I was referencing, sometimes our boundaries can be too rigid. This can actually hinder our ability to develop a more robust, varied support system. And really what the support system looks like is up to you. You might start this by imagining what would an ideal support system look like? How do I want to feel supported in my life? What friends would I love to have? What would I like my family to feel like? Really hanging out in this question of what would I like it to be like? What would I like it to feel like? can be a really good way to utilize the brain as opposed to just letting the brain kind of offer what it does around support, which when we are stressed is generally going to be pretty negative. When we're stressed, all humans, our brains go negative. So for us, for sixes, when we are stressed, our brains tend to not see the support that actually is in front of us. And we'll get very like specific around what's not working for us, where we don't feel supported, where we don't think we have the support that we should. That is an automatic thing that happens for most of our brains. So this would be putting your brain to much different use in that regard. What would a solid support system look like for me? What would I like there? This is some work that I'm going to be doing in the next year. I'll probably share more about that as the year goes on. But that is a project on my list. Okay, I'm just going to do two more. Another project that I highly recommend for sixes is to learn, to challenge, loosen, work with automatic, negative, catastrophic thinking. Actually learning to see your thinking, to distance ourselves, like healthfully distance ourselves from our thinking. There's so many different ways to work with automatic thinking. And then to learn how to choose thoughts that are more supportive to us. I hesitate to say positive thinking because of all the ways that's sort of been twisted and We all know toxic positivity isn't what we're after. We don't ever want to use thinking against ourselves. So there's really a whole world around working with thinking that could be a really incredible project for you to take on in the new year. What do I want my relationship to my thinking to be, This is something that I have in a whole entire module on thinking in my online program, Zero to 60, because there is no 60 health, in my opinion, without really actively learning how to manage our thinking center. Now, that doesn't mean we can just manage our thinking center. However, there's so much work to do in that realm, and I just highly, highly, highly recommend it. And again, I know I sound like a broken record, but to take this on as a project over the course of the year. Okay, let me see, I have a few more things listed. I just wanna do one more though. Ooh, I wanna talk about this one. Okay, this has to do with really working with thinking and the body, particularly anxiety. So this would be taking on the project of challenging the need for reassurance from others that we are doing okay, that our relationships are okay, that, I mean, all the things. As sixes, we have different ways that we look for reassurance from others. And so this project would be really noticing where in my life and relationships do I do that How are the ways that that works for me? How are the ways that doesn't work for me? And how can I learn the ever important skill for sixes of reassuring myself? What does it feel like to reassure myself? It's a real self-relationship builder. A peripheral skill here is really kind of letting other people really be who they are as I'm really trying to figure out who I am. Now, this isn't to say that asking for reassurance is uh, across the board a bad thing. However, when we are outsourcing our okayness wholly and not doing active work to learn to reassure ourselves, we're just missing a big piece Of feeling truly connected to ourselves, right? Orienting to our own inner knowing, knowing that we can be safe in relationships where there is disagreement, where people might actually have thoughts and feelings about us that we wouldn't rubber stamp or approve, that that actually can be okay. There's a lot on the other end of that when we learn to reassure ourselves less than or at least equal to how much reassurance we are looking externally to get. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Okay, that's it. That's my list of projects that, as a six, you might consider taking on, I mean, really one or two at the most. And this is also something we don't like. We we really do just want to like, quote, fix everything at once. So that we can feel, I mean, you fill in the blank for you. For me, it's, uh, you know, secure, certain. um, Well, there's all kinds of ways that I want to feel. But what I know is that these are things to be done over time, right? Learning to take the long view in life, especially if we're doing any kind of development or personal evolution it's so much more gentle and actually effective to think of taking on particular projects and working on them over time. Yeah. Okay. That's what I have for you in this last week of 2023. I have a lot of exciting things that I am putting together for sixes in the new year. I will tell you all about those and I really look forward to working with those of you I have not worked with yet, meeting so many of you I have not met yet. So thankful to those of you who entrusted me in 2023 and work with me. I absolutely love year over year. This job I have to coach sixes in all aspects of their life is, um, it's just remarkable to me that this is what I get to do. So Thank you. And I look forward to everything coming and that's it. I'm going to end this. Talk to you all soon. All right. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing the last episode in my first ever year podcasting with me. I'm really excited to see what happens with this podcast in 2024 And if you haven't and want to, I would absolutely love it. If you could leave the podcast a rating and or a review, it would help the podcast so much get going in 2024. That is wild. All right. Talk soon.